to welcome you to another It's a Grand Life. We're just so glad you're joining us here today. And my name is Craig Nash, and, and uh, hopefully you have signed up to be part of the Grand Life family on our uh, Facebook page, and uh, that'll allow you to communicate with uh, other members of our group and also to present prayer requests. And, and if you need any resources in, in uh, helping to navigate your grand family, uh, please let us know, and we're going to try and connect you with uh, entities and community services and others that, that can address those needs. So today we're going to talk about how the when you become the guardian for your granddaughter or grandson, some of the changes that take place in your uh, social sphere, if you will. Uh, if you're like normal uh, folks, um, uh, my wife and my age, you a lot of your friends are retired or they're thinking about retiring and they are traveling across the country to see their grands. They're not walking down the hall to see their grants. And um, uh, they are uh, planning two or three months, hypothetically, in Florida or wherever. And when you have little ones at home, uh, that's not your reality because you can't take off uh, to February and March and head down to Naples and then hang out. You know, you have to adhere to a school schedule, right? And uh, uh, and But many things have changed in this uh, new world and and that that we're uh, we're embracing and and by God's grace making it as as grand a life as absolutely possible but but one of the things that we started to notice was the there were various levels of acceptance of our situation we've lived in our neighborhood for over 30 years and we know all the neighbors the neighborhoods turned over a couple times but most of the neighbors that we have are absolutely terrific when they understand what has gone on in your situation, they embrace you, they support you, they will do anything to, um, we we had one neighbor who just reached out and said, you know, how would, would it be okay if I picked up Grace a couple of days a week and drove her to school? And we said, that would be absolutely great. She didn't know, we. I've been praying for this family for for years, like two or three years that, uh, that uh, they would embrace uh, Grace and and make her feel at home in the neighborhood. We've also had other families, not many, but who have uh, forbid their kids from playing with um, our granddaughter, and um, uh, that's been very hurtful. We had, uh, in fact, uh, you know, kids love birthday parties, and one of our neighbors had a birthday party where they had uh, ponies for all the kids to ride, and all the kids in the neighborhood were invited. Uh, but grace. And um, that was really a, a traumatic event for her, as it would be for any child. Now, I don't want you to think, uh, you know, we're, I mean, that's that's just, that's never happened in our neighborhood where, where folks have horses. We don't live in that type of neighborhood. But this time, uh, it was a situation, so it was very unique. But it um, uh, was very tough to have your granddaughter crying into her pillow for something she didn't understand and I couldn't explain. But for the most part, 
the folks that, uh, uh, first of all, the folks at the school. Now, now that you're your child's guardian, now you got to go connect with the school. If, uh, Lord willing, you're going to connect with the principal. You're going to connect with the key administrator at the front desk. Every school has one. And at uh, my granddaughter's school, her name is Linda. She's awesome. And um, you just have to be honest with these folks and tell them what's going on. And they will support you uh, the, between the teachers and the staff and the principal. They will move heaven and earth to make sure that your grandchild has a stable foundation educationally. And uh, we can't, uh, uh, I can't thank them enough for how warm they have been and the outstanding support that they have given us. Now, mind you, the first two or three years of uh, Grace being at school, we weren't allowed to talk to principals. We knew a little bit of the administrator. We we had limited interaction with the teacher. And our uh, beloved daughter was uh, AWOL. She was uh, gone and and not going to uh, parent-teacher conferences routinely and, and uh, wasn't connecting grace to school events, which are so important when you're trying to build friendships and relations with other families and whatnot. And, uh, and then pulling her out. If she had a new boyfriend out, out of town, she was taking a, um, a grace to go meet with that uh, individual. And so it was really problematic for her to be established and to build the type of friendships and with the parents and the kids. And, and so what I did and what I want to highly recommend that you do is start to pray. I have a three by five card. This is highly technical. I get a three by five card and I write the names of my neighbors on it and their kids, and I pray for them every day. And especially if I want them to have a relationship with my granddaughter, I pray specifically that the Lord would move and, and to normalize the situation. And I am telling you what has been the result of those prayers is that we have had neighbors, had a neighbor lady come by the house, knock on the doorbell with her two little ones, or both the one of her daughters was my granddaughter's age. One was a year younger and say, you know, we're just over the, on the side of the block over here. Why don't you have Grace come over and play with our daughters? And we knew uh, God was moving in our situation. And that was just absolutely miraculous. But the uh, uh, prayer is powerful. And, uh, you know, when we pray in in Jesus name, it just is miraculous. And uh, we have had friends. Now, the the the, the folks we've embraced, uh, the, the the young families, they don't necessarily have to uh, uh, believe what we believe or or follow things to the extent that uh, we do. But they're just loving, normal people and they want what's best for their kids and and your kids. And they've absolutely been great. And we just uh, uh, some of the support we've had has been amazing now in in this divided world that we live in politically we may be in opposite um, spectrums but who cares we love our kids we love our neighbors and man if you're a person of faith you're commanded to love your neighbors yourself amen start praying for them and just and keep us abreast of what god does in your neighborhood because he's going to move if you pray for your neighbors it's just going to be amazing you can't can't wait to hear about it so the school you got to connect with the school and um and uh, Grandpa, I want to encourage you when they have opportunities to volunteer, you got to do it. Got to volunteer. You're going to meet the other dads. You're going to meet the moms. You're going to feel weird. You're going to feel like uncomfortable. You need to embrace that. 
And just by showing up in the school, they're just going to love you because they need volunteers. They always need volunteers. And if you consistently show up and you show that you're there to serve the students and the teachers, you'll find that nine times out of 10, you're just going to be so welcome there. So, uh, um, so pray that your your grandson or granddaughter is connected. Volunteer where you can. Of course, now you're you're preparing lunch every day, and the and Grandma Yaya's. You know that's something that's that's just part of it. You've got to be at all the school functions, and just embrace the fact that you're not going to Florida for two months. But you know the Lord will work out other arrangements for you. But the uh, um, and you're now interfacing with the younger parents of your grand's friends. And what we found is that's just a huge blessing. I can't underscore that enough. Um, when you are transparent about your situation, um, most people will say, how can we help? And uh, we're just so thankful for the uh, the parents that we've met. They've become dear friends of ours and and uh, can't imagine our life without them. So, uh, but the, the the underscore lesson for today is be anxious for nothing, but by prayer and petition with thanksgiving, Pray about everything. Be thankful for everything. I, I mean, I, that's the shortcut. It works. And uh, we're just so thankful you joined us for another It's a Grand Life. Please join us next time. We've got some phenomenal guests that are going to be on the program. You're going to be blessed. And just know that we love you and we're praying for you. We'll see you next time on It's a Grand Life. Remember to never waste your pain. Your story can help others. That's the whole point of It's a Grand Life. Please reach out to me. I can be a blessing to you and pray for you or help you connect to free resources that can make your journey a little easier. God can use your situation to bless others, even halfway around the world. Together, we have hope. And as my own grandma used to say, and she was always quoting biblical promises to me, but this one from Isaiah 26.3, he will keep him or her in perfect peace whose mind is fixed on him because he trusts in him. Please make sure to subscribe on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss an episode. I look forward to talking to you again real soon, but remember, with God's help, it's a grand life.